Welcome to the Member Engagement Show with Higher Logic, the podcast for association professionals looking to boost retention, gain new members, and deepen member involvement. Throughout our show, we'll bring on some experts, talk shop about engagement, and you'll walk away with strategies proven to transform your organization. I'm Heather McNair. I'm Alex Mastriani, and we're happy you're here. Hey, everyone. It's Alex. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to share one quick update. Heather and I will be moving on from the podcast, and we're super excited to introduce you all to a new host of the Member Engagement Show. Of course, if you've listened to the show before, attended any association event or Higher Logic webinar this year, you'll surely recognize her voice. It's Beth Errett, the Higher Logic Association Evangelist. We welcome her and leave you all in her very capable hands. Take it away, Beth. Thanks, Alex. And many thanks to both you and Heather for all of the amazing work you did getting this podcast up and running. I only hope that I can continue the legacy anywhere near as well as you guys did. Uh, I do have to admit that they've made it easy for me on my first go. My guest for today is our Higher Logic user group or HUG community manager, Katie Rayburn. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Hi, Beth. Hi. It's nice to have you here. Nice to be here. I guess we can just dive right into it. Um, I know a lot of our HUG members are probably interested in learning more about you. So maybe tell us a little bit about how you ended up in community management and then how you ended up here at Higher Logic. Sure. So I think like a lot of people, I sort of fell into community management. It was not something that was on my radar. I didn't even really know it existed as a profession for a long time. So I was in customer marketing management at my last company, and we had talked for a long time as a marketing team about wanting to increase advocacy within our organization and you know find a good way or an easier way at least to highlight our advocates and to get them to do things we wanted them to do, like take surveys or leave us online reviews or find people for white papers, things like that. We were kind of struggling with that. Um, And we stumbled into community software and we decided to pick one up and just try it. And I was assigned to it. And that's how I became a community manager for the first time. So it was sort of a whirlwind and I had no idea what I was doing um, and built my first community within the first 60 days of having that software. And the rest is history. So that uh, that's my inspirational story, I guess. And I came to Higher Logic because I had been with my previous company for 11 years, and I had been a customer marketing manager with a side of community manager, and I was enjoying the community manager part of it so much that I decided I wanted to stick with it full time. I wanted to be able to focus on the community and have that be the thing that I did. So I, there were some internal changes going on at my organization, and it was the right time to start looking. So the first place I looked was Higher Logic. Actually, a lot of my previous coworkers work at Higher Logic now, so I was pretty aware of it, aware of the culture, really liked what I heard. And the time was right because there was an online community position manager position open, and I just jumped on it. And here we are. So it was great timing all around. Sounds like it was just something that was meant to be. It was meant to be. You said that you just sort of fell into community management, uh, but that you really loved it. And that's why you went after this. So can you talk a little bit maybe about what community means to you? Yeah. So I think a lot of people talk about the dictionary uh, definition of community management, which is a group of people who come together for a similar purpose or a similar goal. And obviously that's what community is. But I think to take it a step further, for me, it's really a place where people come together and can feel safe 
to ask questions that they may think are silly or to, you know, reveal a vulnerability that they don't know how to do something. I mean, one of the hardest challenges for me in a school setting, for example, was to raise my hand and ask a question because I felt kind of dumb sometimes doing it. And so I think for a community, especially to have an online community where a lot of people don't know each other in person, it's really important to have that sense of security and inclusiveness and to feel like you're going to be with a group of people who you may not know anything about, but you're going to have something in common and everyone's going to be as helpful as they can, whether they're answering a question or whether they're telling you that they've had the same issue and they also don't know the answer. You know, there are a lot of different um, variabilities, but I want to make sure that the community that I'm a part of is just really warm and safe. And so for me, that's, that's the ultimate point of a community and what I hope a community will be. I love that. I love the idea of, you know, a safe space to be able to talk about the problems that maybe other people in your organization don't understand, but other community managers would, or in my case, other, you know, marketing automation people would. I love that. I think that's that's huge importance. With that in mind, how has your experience been with um, Hug so far? I was really nervous when I first started because Hug was such a big, thriving community already. And it's one thing to sort of start your own community and build it from the ground up, but it's another to take over a community that already exists, that someone else has worked on and built and, you know, already has a huge group of advocates and members involved already. So I was nervous, but I will tell you that everyone I've been in contact with or have reached out to or have talked to already in Hug. Everybody's been so warm. Everybody's been so kind (laughs) and understanding when I maybe don't know an answer right off the bat. Um, It's just been, it's been really great. I've had a good time sort of getting to meet people face to face in air quotes, because we're all of course over Zoom most of the time. Um, But I'm getting to see people's faces some and getting to learn people's names and, you know, getting to kind of know people through the community. And that's been really, really fun. So I've been having a blast. I'm not nervous anymore. Thankfully, that didn't last too long. Well, that's good. I mean, you didn't strike me as somebody who was going to be nervous about it for long when we first met. Yeah, you know, once once the <laughs> catastrophes got out of the way, yeah, right? <laughs> the first like two or three times that Katie and I were supposed to meet about stuff, stuff, um, some kind of catastrophe would happen for me, and I'd have to change the meeting. So, um, we did finally get past that. We can actually now schedule meetings. It was odd. It really was weird stuff, like my ceiling leaking or things like that. It was bizarre, but you know, we've gotten past it now. Talking about your experience with the community, what kind of impact has this community had on you so far? It's definitely been a big learning experience for me. Um, It's a much bigger community than I came from. So just a lot of moving pieces. It's very an old community as well. I mean, it's been around for quite a while. So there are a lot of intricate pieces to it. Um, So I've been really spending a lot of time sort of trying to learn the history a little bit. Um, trying to figure out, you know, who's a part of the community and how they fit and what they're doing and sort of, you know, what their stamp has been. But I would say overall through all of that, getting to know the community and getting a deeper dive as I've been here longer and longer, um, it's been really inspiring to me. I've been been able to think of really interesting to me, at least, ideas, um, things that I want to do, projects I want to run. Um, I've just had a lot of interesting ideas for the future. And so that's been the most exciting thing for me is sort of being reinvigorated and remembering why I love community so much in the first place 
And I think, you know, change is scary, but change is also really good for you. It really opens your mind up a little bit more. And so I've been in that place for the last couple of months and it's been, I think, super inspiring. Well, I know I've seen, you and I've talked about some of the things you want to do and I'm glad that it's inspired you and reinvigorated you because you've got some great plans. Uh, and I'm really excited for everybody to start seeing those come out. Um, I think it's going to be great. Thanks. I think so too. And uh, we have a few plans together also, Beth. We do. We do. Um, not to be secretive or anything. Yeah. <laughs> there's some cool There's some, some cool stuff coming down the line. With those plans in mind, overall, like what kind of impact do you hope to have on the community itself? So the community is a really well-oiled machine. I mean, you can just kind of let it go right now and it functions as a community. So, you know, given that it's at the baseline right now and it's kind of chugging along, I really want to add some additional things that will um, make the experience even better for members. And how I want to do that, at least in part, is to really start highlighting our members and showcasing what they can do, um, what they have been doing really interesting things that they have thought of that we never have um, and just share those things with all the other members. Because one of the things I love most about community is learning from everyone else, because someone is going to have an amazing idea that you never thought of that you can borrow or steal, however you want to look at it um, for your own community or for your own, you know, marketing, automation, emails, things like that. So that's sort of how this world works is that there's always someone inspiring you with something. And so I want to make sure we give everyone the opportunity to shine and to be able to share their stories and, you know, their great ideas so others can learn from them. So um, in the short term, some of my plans are to highlight those people, whether it's in a member spotlight on Hug or whether maybe it's on a podcast like this or it's in one of our Hug Connect sessions. just want to get people to, you know, uh, be a little bit more in the spotlight to be able to uh, understand how important they are to us and how important they are to everyone else in the community and go from there. So I'm really excited. I am too. I There's, yeah, again, there's just so much cool stuff that you're planning to do and I can't wait to see it start to come in. Um, but you did talk about, you know, community being about learning from each other. So let's talk a little bit about the Hug Connects because I feel like those are so meaningful for Hug members for so many reasons. Yes. And uh, I think we have you to thank for that, you and Viv, because you all have really spearheaded that effort um, way before I was here with Hug Connect for marketing. And um, for those of you who maybe don't know what Hug Connect is, we hold weekly sessions, one on Tuesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, and those are for community. And then Beth and Viv hold a one-hour session on Thursdays from 3 to 4 Eastern, and that's about marketing automation. And so what we do is we just have an hour that's pretty unstructured. It's very casual. We just get on Zoom and we share our uh, faces, usually, if, if people feel brave <laughs> enough. Uh, <laughs> we try. <laughs> And we just talk about a topic that we've decided on ahead of time. Um, you know, we like to share real life examples if we can, because I feel like real life examples are always more useful than hypothetical examples. So, you know, I ask bring people to bring examples of whatever we're going to be talking about. Um, and we just talk about them. If people have questions, they can ask. If I have questions about what they're talking about, I'll ask. And we just have a chat. And I think it's been really great just for me being a newbie. Um, to 
you know, get to know people that way. You know, even if we're not having a seriously in-depth conversation, it's just good to get to know people, find out what they're interested in, find out, you know, what their struggles might be or what they might be really good at so I can reach out to them later. Um, It's a good way to build your network, but also to learn in a safe and non-scary environment because we are super non-scary around here. Um, Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just, I love the sense of community. I love that the sense of community is so strong mm-hmm. when you go to a Hug Connect. And even if it's a topic that you might not necessarily think you're interested in, or you might not think you're able to use, you generally end up learning something. But more than that, it's your hour to spend with people who understand your job and understand how hard it can be. Uh, I think marketing in particular, and I know community probably is as well, is a, a much harder to understand that you get the whole, well, anybody can do marketing. I can put a picture and some words out there and send it an email and I'm done. Right. And I think that a lot of people don't necessarily know uh, what goes into the planning and what goes into making sure everything goes out on time with the right messaging and it's not hitting too many people and all the different ways that you can go about that. And then there's automation, <laughs> landing pages, and all these other tools that you may not know about. Uh, And I feel like community kind of goes the same way. They feel like, oh, well, you built a community. Okay, people are going to come, right? Exactly. Yeah, it seems so simple. And I think the other interesting thing is that often in organizations or in associations, a community manager or maybe even a marketing person, they may be the only person on their team doing that thing. Exactly. And so, yeah, when I was a community manager at my last position, like I had no one in my organization to bounce ideas off of or to ask questions of or anything. I had to go other places. And so I feel like that is one great resource for you. Hug Connect is there. It's full of people who are doing maybe essentially your job, if it's not exactly your job. And there's just somebody to like, yes, bounce a question off of if there's something that's been bothering you, or there may be a whole group of people that you can bounce questions off of. So I found it to be really helpful just for that. You're not alone in in the thing that you're doing, which is nice. We have enough people who are are like, you know, I just like the hour to decompress. This is my (laughs) hour that a lot of times on the week before a holiday, since it's on a Thursday afternoon for marketing, we'll just have an AMA happy hour slash coffee chat during that time, not really a topic, but just we can get together, chat about whatever people have on their mind in terms of marketing, ask questions of each other, just because we're used to that hour of community. It's kind of like book club without a book. <laughs> it's exactly like book club without a book. That's We should use that as our tagline. It's like book club, but you don't have to read a book first. <laughs> You don't have to do anything first. You don't have to prepare a thing. And that's the show up part. Yeah. I mean, I have people show up and they, like some of the people who have come to um, my connect sessions, they don't even have a community yet. So they're just sitting and learning and absorbing. And so you can be somebody who's had a community for 30 years, or you could have not even started yet. And you'll hopefully get something out of it, even if it's just, you know, a a relationship or a friendship with the people in the group. So there's one person who comes to almost every single hug connect for marketing. Like I think the only one she's missed is when she was on vacation. And even one of those, she just popped in to say hi. And she says that um, she comes whether she thinks she might be interested or not, because every single time she comes, she comes away with one thing at the very least that she didn't know or that can help her in her job. That's so cool. In addition to the whole sense of community and being able to just relax with people who know how hard your job is. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that she came 
even during her vacation that is dedicated. Yeah, she, she just kind of popped in out of nowhere. I was like, wait, what are you doing here? I thought you were on vacation. She's like, oh, I had a few minutes. I just thought I'd stop by and say hi. I love that. And it, yeah, it does get to be kind of like that, though. You know, it, it gets to be kind of like a group of people who come on a regular basis. And so we know each other and we know each other's systems and kind of what they're working with. So it's easy for us to go, oh, hey, um, by the way, this will help with that thing. Or, oh, have you seen so-and-so's newsletter? Um, there's a particular person that I'm always saying, oh, you have to go look at their newsletter because of the way it's laid out. It's just so beautiful. And then you get new people who we're always trying to be extremely welcome to and um, try to pull them into the conversation and engage them. I think that's, how have you found it in the Hugs Connects for community? Because I think community people are probably a little more outgoing, whereas a lot of us marketing people went into marketing because we were too introverted for sales. So <laughs> trying to get the, I know that sounds weird for me now, but um, back in the day. It doesn't sound like you, Beth, but. Yeah, no, back in the day, it was a little different. Um, but like, so how do you, what advice do you have for people who might be coming to a Hug Connect for the first time? and are a little worried about jumping into a group of people who some of them know each other or speaking out or asking a question or that might feel silly. Well, I get it, first of all, because in my past life, I was that person. Like I, in a brand new situation, getting me off of mute and get turning on my camera would be a very tough order. So I understand. And I really don't like to pressure people. Like I, I appreciate it when people do take off their, or turn their camera on because I do like to see people's faces when we talk, but I don't pressure them. And so if that's where you feel most comfortable, or if you're in a situation where you're like in a really busy area where it's loud and you don't necessarily want to share that with everyone, that's okay too. You know, stay on mute if you need to. But I hope that if you come a couple of times, um, you'll feel comfortable enough to sort of share yourself because you'll hopefully see that none of us are taking ourselves too seriously. First of all, like none of us is an expert on any, everything. I will say that some people are experts in something, but nobody's an expert in everything. And so there's no need to feel intimidated or like, we're going to like scoff at you if you don't know the answer to something that you think is probably pretty easy. Um, everybody, who has attended so far has been at least to my face, very, very nice and very welcoming. And so because I'm new, I know that they will be like that for all the other new people too. So there is no need to worry. And I've also been on Beth's hug, hug connects and I know the same thing goes for them. So there's, there's nothing scary about either one of those. Yeah. Everybody on the marketing ones is super nice um, and just so welcoming and get excited to talk about something that you don't really get to talk about with other people a lot of the times because a lot of them, like you said, are small teams of like one or two people. Yeah. And this is a great way to connect with other people and to, you know, be inspired. Yeah. You can geek out a little bit. Like yeah. you don't get the chance to do that all the time. So you might as well do it in a place where everybody's going to feel the same about it. Basically, we're advocating right now that you try to go to the as many Hug Connects as possible. Um, again, Hug Connect for Community is on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. Hug Connect for Marketing is on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, there, the list of everything for Hug Connect is up on uh, Hug to register through the end of the year. Um, and I think, um, if I remember correctly, I know at least through the end of November is up for uh, Connect for Community, right? Yes. And I'm going to try to have through the end of the year up in the next week or so. So it should all be up. Okay. So by the time this goes out, everything may be yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so before we go, 
I have one more question. Okay. And that is, what message would you give to other community managers about how to get people engaged? Uh, Try a lot of different things. I think some people are scared to try a lot because they think that it seems like they don't know what they're doing if they're not focusing on one specific strategy. But I'll tell you that you're not going to know what's going to work until you try it. So I just kind of do anything I can think of that may work. And if it doesn't work, you don't have to try it again. But I'm a big fan of being creative and going in a direction that you think might work and, you know, keep going that direction if it does, and then just stop and try something else if you don't. So don't be afraid to try and fail because a lot of people do it. And I would just ask too, you know, if you're a part of Hug, go ahead and ask in the community management um, community, just kind of see what people's best practices are because people have done it before you and there's no use reinventing the wheel if you don't have to. I think that's two pieces of advice, but. But they're two very good pieces of advice. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think people are very quick to share their examples um, and what they've done on Hug, both as inspiration and to see, hey, does anybody have suggestions for improvement? Anybody done this before? Yes. So just go participate, sign up for the digests, I think is helpful for anyone. 100%. Yeah. Do that. Attend those Hug Connects. Um, We have a lot of different ways for you to get involved. So you might as well because they're there for you and it's easy. So... Katie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for making my first turn as podcast host so easy. I really appreciate it. I'm so honored to be here for your first podcast episode ever. I'm so happy you're here for it. So um, in case you guys can't tell, I love working with Katie. She's awesome. Seth is the best too. Let's just talk about that for the next five minutes. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't want to bore people to death. Um, (laughs) So yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, Thanks everybody for listening. Hope that you will join us again next week for another edition of podcast. Have a great week.